Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts, Chris Schubert, floating around, taking his sweet-ass time in our slow draft fantasy football dynasty startup. He's a producer. We're all from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by BetOnline, the number one spot for all your sports wagering information. They've got everything, footballs, futures, Major League Baseball, boxing, golf, eSports, Vegas casino games, Super easy to use website. Yeah, UFC, boxing, it's all there. Super easy to use website. You can use on your desktop or your mobile device. Sign up today. We'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Mango Day to you. Happy Draft Dudes Reunion Day. First time all week. Friday, we're together. You know, you took vacation there a little bit ago, so I'm I'm honestly a little lean on my my fix of guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. Wow. Well, we're back and we're here together. Now, Chris Schubert. I was in KC the last couple of days um, doing some prospecting for the 2023 NFL draft. And um, our developers are down there as well. And uh, Casey's a great town, so very excited about some of the things that that we have had some early discussions on. But uh, the the big revelation, I think, was Chris told on himself in the TDM Premium Discord about 20 minutes ago. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, I didn't um, know. Yeah, so you threw Chris under the bus this morning about taking forever on on the Dynasty Fantasy yeah. League because he was on the clock for about six hours last night, and then we had the pause, and then it was another two hours this morning that the draft was open yeah. before Chris made pick. Crazy, yeah. And Matthew Turner from the Discord, what's up, Matt? Um, said he's quote <laughs> just floating around producing this thing, I guess, which is like this new thing <laughs> that you've added to the podcast intro that kills me every time. But Chris comes in and goes. Best part is most of the time, whenever he says that, I'm not even in the room. I'm getting a glass of water or something. So Chris not only is just like virtually floating around, he's apparently just like floating around his house as we're doing the podcast (laughs) as the producer of the show. And he's got his little cup there with him now. Hi, so, Chris. So these 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 things are wireless. And so wireless, I, I, yeah. we record the video version and the audio version. It's the same thing. It's the same recording. I don't have to do two different things. So I push a little record mm-hmm. button. I do the little intro, the intro video that plays. Mm-hmm. And I just walk outside and I get a glass of water. I can hear you. If stuff goes wrong, I'm like two feet away. I can run back in. But guess what? Two feet. I'm not part of the intro. I know Joe's, Joe's going to do, you know, tell everybody about our friends over at Bet Online. I know the time window that I have before I'm going to be required to pop in and say something. And so I, you know, I get a glass of water. You know, that, that's, that's fine. But every once in a while, Joe Marino will quick snap me. And <laughs> one of these days, you're playing with fire. You're going to sure. quick snap. He's, one of these he's, times, hey, Chris, how you doing? And it's going to be like, now this I know. Awkward, 
20 seconds of dead silence when you're sprinting back across yeah. from the fridge. So I, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be readily available to hit the C button, which is what pops up my camera on the screen so that everybody can see me. Yeah, I won't be uh, easily ready. Give away too many trade secrets on the production just, quality. Yeah, well, I kind of want to push C now. What's going to happen if uh, I push please it? Please don't. Please don't, because it might close your browser and then we're going to have to start the show. <laughs> over again. Please don't do that. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> please don't okay, do that. Okay. Yeah, I have hotkeys here that allow me oh. to do a lot of things. Uh, what a great what a great time for us to be back, though. Takes on takes episode 163. A lot of takes, a mm-hmm. lot of first time takes a lot of takes that are slanderous takes that have been deleted off of twitter that we're going to tattle take on some people we got oh, a wow. lot to get into kyle knows let the, me get the, the poop out a while kyle let knows a while. kyle knows the take i'm talking about because i sent it to him the other day and we are going to talk about that take here on the show so the poop hat's ready to go uh glad that we're all back and we are going to start with a first time take from the discord bub Put this in. Yes, B-U-B, Bub. Hey, Bub. First time taker. And this is a good one. Spencer Rattler is the third best quarterback in the Carolinas behind Leary and Hartman. And my friend Kyle Crabb said, do we want to include Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield into the take? Because now they're also in Carolina. I mean, I, I just, for the, the integrity of the take, I need to know if it includes the NFL players, right. players or not. And he did say, throw them in, and the take stays the same. So he is committed to this take. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and tell you that Baker Mayfield's one, Sam Darnold's two. And then it gets interesting, right? You've got um, the DJ Weungalele at Clemson. You've got Chase uh, Bryce at also, App State. You also have uh, Grayson McCall at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, worth putting into the mix here. Worth mentioning Matt Corral with, now with the Carolina Panthers. No, Matt Corral. Uh, Philip Walker Rattler. or Philip uh, – is it Walker or Wheeler? I can't – Walker, Walker. Walker, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with also, uh, the NFL players. You also have a – yeah, but will you take all the NFL players out in front of all the college players? Or do you think Spencer Rattler – and I know you did the deep dive on him this year – because you have South yeah. Carolina, is better than, say, Matt Corral, who has not played a snap yet, and we don't know. I'd rather have Matt Corral than Spencer Rattler. I would agree that three is too high. Yeah. Another first-time take. This one from Ben Hansen. Said, long-time listener, but it's my first take for takes on takes. Quinton Johnston will be a top three wide receiver drafted this next year ahead of the likes of Jordan Addison and Josh Downs. Yep, I knew it. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to lie. They had us in the first half. Are we living in a world where Kayshawn Butte and Jackson Smith and Jigba are definitely above him and then he has to be three? I mean, I don't know if Kyle's actually allowed to talk because he's now covered the microphone with the poop hat, and so I don't even think the audio would come through. So okay, Kyle. Kyle yeah. says no. Check one two. Okay, you're good. You're here. Oh, it's you like hear a, me? it's like a it's a massive wind filter. What is that? It's like a, a what is a, that thing called? It's the, a, the, a, the a pop, pop screen, like a, like a pop filter. Yeah, yeah. Which we all have on yeah, our microphones. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I th- yeah. I, I think he's. He's got first round yeah, appeal, right? But put I, Jordan Addison's name in there. Jordan Addison's yeah. really, really good. So I'm, I would take Jordan Addison over Quentin Johnson. But other than that, I think this is if you made it top five and didn't include 
Jordan Addison's name, I'm all the way in on this take. This take from Brandon Martinez in the Discord, which, by the way, I will use this as an opportunity. If you're if you're a TDM Premium member and you're not in the Discord, what are you doing? Join the Discord. Football Fridays every Friday. We got happy hour on Thursdays. More premium content inside the Discord coming your way. And we have a, we have a great time. We talk football. We talk video games. They were talking power washing simulator during happy hour last night. It gets wild uh, in the Discord. And that's where you can put your takes so I can see them uh, really easily. And if you're not a TDM Premium member and you want to sign up and be a part, let's go to thedraftnetwork.com. You can do so over there. Uh, Brandon Martinez, take Kenneth Walker III will win Offensive Rookie of the Year with no major quarterback threat. It comes down to battles between running backs and wide receivers. Walker is a broken tackle machine and he will be heavily relied on in Carroll's system without Russ, while his only major competition for touches will be Penny, who has struggled to stay healthy. So I, I can see the path, obviously, for Kenneth Walker having a big-time season. You know, I think Brees Hall is going to have a lot of market share there with the Jets. Um, and I think that would be his biggest competition. And you do have a bunch of first-round receivers to consider. Uh, I can see this happening. I can see this happening, but, you know, even Ken Walker right now has a hamstring or something like that that he's already dealing with. I think he's got competition from Brees Hall. I get the sense, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, that because Seattle has so many running backs that there's not going to be a huge opportunity to get a massive workload to be able to put up big numbers it's possible right if some like if somebody does what Rashad Penny does in the second half of last year and they just take over sure but Seattle has had running backs who have gotten hurt because they've worked them too much and so now they have a bunch of them and I wonder if they just go here you get a carry you get a carry you get a carry and it's just a big rotation that doesn't allow somebody to really break through I would agree, and I also think Rashad Penny, like, let's not forget this dude was a first-round pick and looked really good at the end of last year. Right, like the best so. he's ever looked. Yeah. Um, this take from the sports nut. Take DJ Ui Ungalele will be a top 50 pick in the 2023 draft. Kyle's like, definitely no on that. Well, oh, he, turned, he, turned um, the ca- he turned the camera off. You know what? I you watched what? the tape last year. You know There's what? no way. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Um, I, I think... ACC DJ- Media Days guy. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, we were there and I... You know, Dabo, Dabo didn't defend DJ and said he needed to play better last year, but he also talked about, hey, look, you know, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence in their first season as starters, they, they made mistakes too, but we were better around them. And so you didn't feel the mistakes nearly as much where he admitted the team was, wasn't what it needed to be around DJU last year. And so obviously he needs to take a step, but I think you have to put, put the predictive lens on here and understand that the NFL does pick quarterbacks like DJ Weungalele higher, right? And he could go out and have a really strong season this year and force the issue. So I think there's a path for this to happen, but if we're just going to live in reflecting on last year, no, he didn't justify that type of conversation, but does he have the opportunity this year to change all of that? I, I think he does. Uh, predictively, I might not think he will, but I, I think that there's a, a, a clearer path to this happening when you get yourself outside of last year and, and apply a little hope for what he can become in 2022. So DJ is a very physically talented athlete, and he's got a very strong arm. But who was the Buffalo kid a couple years ago? Tyree Jackson. Tyree Jackson. Jackson. Tyree Jackson. So was Tyree Jackson. And like, 
I think that pathway to success based on last year's film. And as Joe said, we still have to play this season, right? So like things can change. Things might change, but 55% completion, 2,200 yards. And I know like stats in the box score don't tell you the same thing, but I'm here to tell you, like I did the write up. I watched six games. Like the film matches the, the stats and he had more interceptions and touchdown passes last year. He was objectively bad as a college quarterback last year. So there's a lot of improvement that has to take place. And I think the most concerning things are like eyes not starting in the right place based on what you're getting in your pre-snap looks. And that that's not just, wow, the game's happening really fast for him. It's like, why is his pre-snap process not getting him in the right position to start any given play and run through the mechanics? Yeah. I think it's a good example of, of something that we say a lot of times and maybe people gloss over it where it's like, Hey, we need to see it, right? Sometimes we say that and maybe people think that's just like a crutch, but you know, DJ came in, came out of his freshman season with a lot of hype based on the way he performed in spot duty for Trevor Lawrence, so much so that people wanted him to start over Trevor Lawrence at Clemson in 2020, right? So like that was definitely a thing. And then, all right, well, now you have to meet the moment. Now there's hype, there's expectations. You're the next in line, right, for this Clemson lineage of quarterbacks. And like you have to go out there and do it. And when we say we have to see it, this is sometimes what happens, and this is why we say those types of things. This take from Dolphins Craze in the Discord. Take the difference oh between my the favorite. Dolphins Craze is my favorite. Let's the, go. The difference between the best D tackle and the second best D tackle is the biggest in the league. The difference between the best edge and the second best edge is the smallest in the league. That's probably so good. Aaron Donald versus whoever you want to qualify and that is exactly defensive how, tackle number two as. That is how Dolphin Craze described it, yes. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, Miles Garrett to Joey Bosa or something so, like that. So this is where the this is where Joey the take Bosa or TJ Watt or and so he has TJ right, Watt. TJ Watt yeah. He has TJ Watt as the best edge and Miles Garrett as the second best edge for the sake of the take, just for the, the sure. integrity. That's the way he he put it. But I think the point, the way you are describing it, is making the point that he's trying to make. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What about what about corner? Who's who's number one? Ramsey to Jair Alexander or right? Who's two? Jair, Jair, Jair? JC Jackson. (laughs) I might not be as high of a JC Jackson guy. I don't think. I don't think. I don't look at JC Jackson. Yeah, of of course you aren't. You have a very unique perspective, right? Because he got cooked against the Bills. He's of of no concern. He doesn't get cooked about anybody against anybody else. He gets does not get cooked. Well, that's the player I see. Take from Give him the deuces. Um, well, well, no, hold on, Chris. Like, I don't know that we can move on from this this quickly. Okay. Sorry. What about offensive guard? Zach Martin to Quentin Nelson. You want to put him in that order? Okay. So any anytime I think you can have a debate, it's probably proving Dolphins Craze's point, right? Now, right. like if there's more than one This take this take Go ahead, got a piggyback take from our friend Sam. So do you, do you want we can explore we can unravel this web a little bit further. He said there are three or four positions in the NFL with unanimous top players. I think we can all agree on the consensus top interior defensive lineman Aaron Donald, guard Zach Martin and tackle Trent Williams. He said I would motion for Travis Kelsey to be unanimous at tight end as well. The rest I think are impossible to build a consensus on because people are stubborn. Well, people are stubborn or it's 
I, I, I agree with Sam to an extent there, but I, I don't think the reason is because people are stubborn. I just feel like there's just a, there's worthy candidates and you're going to feel differently. Like it's, it's not, it's not something that you can like actually prove. Right. Right. It, it's what lens do you want to view how that position sure. is supposed to be played? Yeah. So I think everybody other than who Bill Barnwell thinks that Aaron Donald's amazing. Like, is Bill, like, thinks he yeah, can't defend the run or whatever? Was it, that Bill Barnwell? I I don't remember, but I I think the same can be said. For, like, let, Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman in the game. Like, tackle whatever. Like, dude, he's unreal. But I, so I think those are your, like, objectively, I don't, I don't think you can disagree with that and it be rooted in good process. Like, Trent's just that good at tackle. But I do think that every other position, there's a conversation to be had. I don't know. I think Pat first, Mahomes is the best quarterback. I think Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback. First offensive lineman to join the Madden 99 club. It's true. Trent Williams. It's true. Uh, those ratings rankings are a joke. Those ratings are trash just in general, but that's fine. Yeah, I I was very livid to find out that uh, Xavier Howard not among the league's top 10 corners. Yeah, th- th- Those safety rankings are just weird, but... Save that for a different time. Uh, do you want a take? Do you want a take about quarterbacks, or do you want a take about draft capital? You you pick your poison. I'm a loser and was like, "Ooh, draft capital!" But I don't know, Joe. You you gonna get on the bus with me, or are you gonna be like, "Oh, let's yeah, talk let's about go the thing everybody capital. else cares about." Take from okay. Bobby Winter. Take a team shouldn't trade high draft capital for a player. Uh, close to the end of their rookie deal unless they're actually worth the top of a market contract the player will ultimately demand. In these cases, all the leverage lies with the player, so they always get everything they asked for. The Texans got fleeced by Laramie Tunsil when he reset the tackle market by more than $4 million per year because he had all the leverage from how much the Texans gave up to get him. And it's happening to the Chiefs sure. right now with Orlando Brown. The only time it I'm works is like what the... Can you let me read the take, please? The, yeah. the only time it works is like what the Rams did with Jalen Ramsey. They gave up a fortune and paid him top of the market, but he was worth it. Yeah, I think you. Oh. this is a good lens to think about it through. Uh, here's where I take exception with the Orlando Brown thing, though. Like, that was a – it was a pick swap. Like, they didn't give up the Tunsil or the Jalen Ramsey package. Like if I'm if I'm Adams. the Kansas City Chiefs and I go if I get Orlando <laughs> Brown Jr. on the franchise tag and the the end of his rookie contract and I get three seasons out of him and then I I let him go and I'll probably recoup a three when it's all said and done and with a compensatory pick and I find a replacement and I don't pay him twenty five million dollars per season I'm fine with that. Here was but the I, trade. I think the Orlando Brown. I have the Orlando Brown trade just so we can we can have this. The Chiefs traded yes. uh, their 2021 first round pick, which was number 31 overall, a third rounder, which was 94th overall, a fourth mm-hmm. rounder, which was 136 overall, and a fifth round selection in the 2022 draft for Brown, a second round pick, which was number 58, and a sixth round pick in the 2022 yeah. draft. It, so that's it wound not up that being bad. Like the equivalent, yeah, it was like the 46th pick in the draft is what it all netted out to be, right? Like right. points values. Was the, if, the, if, the value of Orlando right. in the trade. So, like, I think I if think you apply this different. to the Orlando. Right, but I think I think you have to look at this through two different lenses. Like, okay, if you want to factor in the Orlando Brown dynamics versus just kind of the spirit of the overall point that he's trying to make, I think that there's sure. still two different sure. things because I don't think that the Chiefs gave up top draft capital to get in Orlando Brown. Right. 
and that, and if you if you get three years of, of quality play and then recoup a, a pick that comes at the end of the third when you gave up the for, the value of the forty six, so you, you effectively you know, depreciation would dictate you're you're going to get a lot worse return on investment yeah. if you let that player go, and they're avoiding paying the obscene long term contract that would make their life difficult in the same spirit of what they did with Tyree Kill. Now the, the whole debate about whether or not they should have moved Tyreek Hill, I think is a different story. We'll see how this, the skill players play out this year. They get a lot of new blood in there and a chance to be more balanced, as Joe Marino has said. Now, Chris, I know you get a quarterback take. I do. But before we go any further, I do need to tell everybody about our friends over at Blue Chew. It is important to make sure you have the confidence in the bedroom that when the time calls, you are ready to perform for both you and your partner. Don't let anxiety or stress ruin the moment our friends at blue chew are here to make sure that does not happen blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost to combat all forms of ed because blue chew is an online prescription service where you meet with their licensed medical professionals online. They determine the right dosage for you, and then it's shipped discreetly to your front door. You don't go to the doctor's office, stand in line at the prescription at CVS with the, the slip and do that whole spiel. You don't got to worry about any of that stuff. This is a streamlined process. It's much easier. Bluetooth's licensed medical providers work with you to make sure you get the right dosage for your individual case. And here's the deal for you. All of our listeners get a chance to go to bluetooth.com, and get your first month free using promo code BELIEVE. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That is BlueChew.com, promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month free. Experience TV, music, podcasts, and games like never before with the Sonos Ray Speaker. This new compact and easy-to-use soundbar puts you at the center of all your entertainment with clear, crisp dialogue and perfectly balanced bass. Just plug in the power cable, connect it to your TV, and get set up in the Sonos app within minutes. Super easy to figure out. Before you know it, you're going to have blockbuster sound and streamlined control of all your content from all your favorite services. Visit Sonos.com to shop for Ray now. Like Ray, like Ray Garvin, who just oh. dope freaking Michael Pittman Jr. video. Was exactly the segue like, I was going to make. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Did, live did, on the did, YouTube did, channel. Joe, did you see it? Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, it's good. I watched it. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Good. So what I and, I and I, Chris, you know, I wanted to kind of throw this out there. I would love to have Ray on well, well, at some point on Draft Dudes and, and talk we'll a little bit it. about like the angle for Dynasty Fantasy. I I enjoy so much because it's it's looking for qualifying and eliminating factors, and then it's basing outcomes on probabilities, right? Based on statistical. Hmm. It's it's like practical <laughs> analytics, uh, or at right. least in the way that at at least in the way that Ray did it. Dynasty football and, is the yep. closest to team building that anybody that is not in the NFL can get to. You you have to put together a roster. You are team building. You are looking at down the road, future projections. You're looking at situations. You you are putting all of the context together to create yourself a picture. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Lot, lots more fantasy content coming from Ray well, on the YouTube and, channel, by the way. And us four, or us three and Ray, are all a dynasty that we're just starting with. Uh, our web developer program, our programmers. And yeah. um, we're about halfway through. This is the first year we're doing it. So we're I love about my team through. so And it's far. really interesting to see, it's really interesting to see who went like, I'm here and now. Who's like, I'm going with the three-year projection. Who's trying to tightrope the walk between the two and be competitive, <laughs> but still have long-term 
payout. So uh, I, I hope we can do some fun content off of that. But yeah, this is a formal request to get Ray on, on Draft Dudes and make him an official Draft Dudes alumni before we do the duties. This year, we got to do the duties before the season starts, the award show. So, yeah. So, just to let everybody know that there's there's there are duties that are going to happen. There's going to be a Draft Dudes Alumni Hall of Fame that we are creating. We are working on a lot of things behind the scenes uh, the, for um, Draft Dudes this upcoming season. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Duty! With the pool. With I've the... never seen the movie, so. Oh, my God. Joe, help me out. Oh, mm. Joe, please. Joe, please. Mm. Can't. Yes, Can't let's, go. let's go. Let's go. No, he's out, he's leaving. He's not even turning uh, the camera off. He's out of here. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Kyle's Kyle's third exit from today's podcast. We're twenty two minutes in. Okay, so this take from this take from Tyler. I don't I don't know if Kyle can still hear us. I don't know if he's grabbing like something Caddyshack related. I don't know what he's doing, but I'll read this take, and I will preface it by saying that this this take is funny because I'm just going to point to something when we're done with it. This take from Tyler. Hashtag takes on takes. Every draft, there is at least one quarterback who no one saw coming at the beginning of the year who goes either number one overall or at least in the top five. For the 2023 draft, that quarterback will be Washington State's Cameron Ward after getting more national attention. Now, before <laughs> before we dive in to this, this tweet, Tyler... Tyler, I will let you know that there is an entire episode in which Kyle and I discuss this exact theory and we talk about Cameron Ward in depth. So if you want to go back onto your podcast feed, the episode in question is we look at the quarterback class of 2023. The, the title of the of the episode is Early Look at Quarterbacks for 2023. And this exact concept gets brought up. We talk about the context behind it. We talk about how, yes, there are quarterbacks that come out of nowhere every year that enter this conversation. And then we talk about a couple of names who should be at least on the radar in that regard. But I did want to bring the take including up because, Cam Ward. including Cam Ward right there is a lengthy conversation about Cam Ward so that is the take I wanted uh, to bring up here Joe any thoughts you were not on that episode so this is your opportunity to at least touch touch on this subject well I've met Cam Ward and had a good conversation with him but I'd be lying to you if I've ever seen him play football so I don't think I can actually comment here you want to come in on the first part of the take of you know somebody every year comes out of nowhere is that oh yeah well I think we should expect that right and that's that yeah I do I have a name for you? I guess I would point to a guy like Anthony Richardson, but you, I mean, the guy's throwing 60 passes and you still see people putting him in the first round of drafts, right? So like, I feel like everyone's just trying so hard to get ahead of that, that it's going to become harder and harder to like find that dark horse. And I think that just based on meeting Cam and talking to him about his process and we, we got into the weeds about Washington State. I haven't seen him play, but he seems like an awesome dude. Okay, fun exercise here. I've got a couple more takes, but I think this is fun. The quarterback ratings for Madden just got released. I have the graphic in front of me. Have you both seen this? No. Okay, so we're going to do this Man. now. We're going to do this on a Friday. You have the poop hat ready. I have the 10. Do you want to try to guess, or do you want me to just just reveal them? Uh, how are, is there more than one ninety-nine? There is not a single 99. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Mahomes and Josh Allen tied, probably like 98. Uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen are both not in the top two. So Rodgers is one? Uh, Rodgers is not number one. Tom Brady? Tom Brady, number one, 97 overall. I love Tom, but like putting Tom, especially from a video game perspective right. and Madden, right. like, where the emphasis right. is scrambling and running right. around like a chicken like, with your head cut off he's got like 56s plays. in that regard like those stats he, he doesn't have anything uh rogers is number two at, at a 96 
Mahomes is number three at 95. Allen is number four at 92. You can't objectively okay, so we tell need to me come Josh up. Allen's a 92. Like he's the dream video game quarterback, right? Like, Right, correct. I mean, I know I threw five interceptions with him last time I played Madden. That was more of a, Kyle, that was more of a, of a, more huge, of a personal problem than it is a Josh Allen problem. <laughs> uh, Lamar, he's got to be in there. Lamar, number, 10, right? number nine, 87, tied with another quarterback. Joe Burrow. Herbert? Joe Burrow, number five, 90 overall. The, uh, the last 90 of the group. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, number seven, Herbert. 88 overall. So what do we have okay, left? So we're and missing six, six eight, seven, and ten. No, six, eight, and six, ten. Six, eight, and ten. Six, eight, and ten. Are okay. missing. You haven't missed yet. You have not said a name out that is outside the top. Okay, 10, so. so that's important, Kyle. We'll that's work it. together. Yeah. Russ Wilson. You think he's a good guess? I was going to say Russ and Stafford were the two that I wanted to put in that. Stafford coming off the Super Bowl win with the stats and and then the the McVay offense. I, All right, I think let's package three good. together in one shot. <laughs> oh, Watson. I agree with you on those two. What is are they going to do it or not? No, I don't think they are. Okay, so we need to pick up a different quarterback. Wow, Joe's going. Joe's going for gusto. He's trying to go all three in one shot. Yeah, why don't we just? Yeah, it'd be it, fun like, if we did that. Two, two in the hand is worth one in the bush. I don't know. I think I'd rather just be like, <laughs> hey, let's figure out if we need one or. Okay. All right. So, so what you want to submit Wilson and Stafford? Yes. Russell okay, Wilson, number number eight, 87 overall. Matthew Stafford, number 10, 85 overall. So we need six. You need six. Six is the one we're missing? Yes. Kyle, this has got to be okay. obvious to us. Is it Kyler? Is it Kyler Murray? <laughs> Look no. at how intense that's Joe too is. High. That's, too, that's too high. It's too high for Kyler. I just Joe is so intent on going 10 for 10 here. I, dude, <laughs> I love guessing games more than anything in the world. That's why like, I thought this, this would this be good. Like, I honestly, it's probably what I think. I think six is too high for Dak Prescott as well, right? And it's it's too high for Tannehill. It's got to be one of those three. It's got to be one of those three. I will. I will say probably Deshaun Watson. I will. I now that I'm sitting here and I know it's number six. I think it's probably yeah. That was the best part about submitting the two. That was great. (laughs) Right. Why don't, do you want to go, go ahead? I'll and... go with what? Yeah, I'll, I'll. Okay, I'm in. Watson. The streak ends at nine. The streak ends at nine. Is Sean it Murray? Watson, is it Murray? Not, not in the top ten. It, is it Dak Murray? Come on, who is it? Where it's over with? It is my favorite quarterback in the National Football Freaking League. Freaking Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Dak Prescott is number six. No, I was being sarcastic. Dak Prescott oh, wow. is number six. He's an eighty-nine. I'm very surprised to see Dak. I think now, that's ridiculous, but Dak props. Um, Dak's a top eight quarterback in the NFL. I don't think they're pretty close to getting it right. But there you go. There's the there's the top ten. Do you want to get one more Man, take in we, here? We froze up there at the end. Apologies to everybody. Um, yeah, one more. Okay, I can do one more. This one from O'Doyle. Josh, one old school. He's gonna do one. <laughs> Josh Allen's Josh Allen's career. You're gonna do one. Are we done? You'll never know. You're just gonna have to start and find out, Chris. (laughs) Josh Allen's career. 
Josh Allen's career is everything Cam Newton's could have been had the Panthers staff front office not failed him. Prime example, after MVP in 2015, Panthers' biggest free agent move was letting Josh Norman walk. Their best offensive move in free agency was Demir Bird, and they drafted another defensive tackle in the first round, uh, who was Vernon Butler. Um, while they clearly needed wide receiver or O-line help, if only Michael Thomas was available, dot, dot, dot. Blatant lack of building around a generational athlete. Cam covered up too many deficiencies single-handedly uh, that allowed them to get away with this. Like, well, let's, okay, let's yeah, let we're Josh like 30 Allen. seconds on the end. Let me give you a two-minute take to read right. now that we got to wrap the show. Let, what immediately comes to mind for me is, like, like, let's let Josh Allen's career play out a little bit more, right? He He's had two great seasons. There's a lot left for him to write. Cam Newton, I would agree in the spirit of what he's saying. Like, yeah, I think Carolina failed Cam Newton in a lot of ways, uh, after that 2015 season, but also Cam had his own injuries, right? That's when the shoulder and the foot and all that stuff started to happen. So that's a piece of it. And maybe you want to say, okay, if they had a better supporting cast, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Uh, but yeah, I, I do keep that in mind. And so I, I get a little bit lost when you say Cam Newton's career is everything Josh Allen's is. Like, bro, the guy's been in the league for four years. Like, that, there, there's a, a story to write here still. I agree. We gotta let it play out. Also, Doyle was a first time take, that. by the way. I wanted to sneak that in. So Thank you. Man, we wish we wish we had more time for you, but but Chris Chris put you right well, there I, at the very I, end where I we're, need, we're right up against it where we gotta let right, the weekend I need to, play out. Too. I need the time. I need the time because I'm coming up in the draft. I gotta kill like three hours deciding on who I'm gonna take. Yeah. So. yeah. You want Jalen Waddle, Kyle? All right, I'll offer him to you in trade if you if you're interested. We'll have to discuss all fair. Kyle Krabs, Joe <laughs> Thanks to our friends at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Make it a great Kyle, you're on the clock. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.